0: Hello, and welcome to the Arkin Brothers Talk About Movies. This is the Arkin Brothers Talk About Movies. This is the Arkin Brothers. This is, uh, I'm Anthony, that's Matthew, that's my brother. Weird. That makes us the Arkin Yes, and um, today we're going to be discussing and picking apart and simmering over 1995's Lehane, starring Vincent Cassel and an amazing group of actors. Um, and we have a special guest, so uh, we're very excited. Stay tuned.
1: movies great or phony and how Tony should win a Matthew and Matthew, Matthew should win to Tony but in the meantime talking about film in the meantime the Arkin Brothers talk about movies
2: they find that footage of me doing that dance i wonder
0: oh wait are you getting residuals for that
2: (laughs) that wasn't me
0: are you getting residuals
2: i can hardly walk so you know
0: um but back in 95 you could probably do all that stuff
2: oh yeah yeah. you know i I would think i was a breakdance king
0: so you know how are you
2: i'm uh, i'm good it was quite a week it was quite a week
0: you were uh let me well, let me see if i can guess you were hosting events
2: no didn't host any events
0: you were traveling traveling where did you go
2: went to went to now don't get too excited went to De- went to des moines iowa because who doesn't want to go to des moines iowa in in
0: uh in december I've never been, so I really don't know. Uh, it could be great. I don't We're know. We're
2: actually in a little suburb of Des Moines, Iowa called Ankeny at a place called Red Boot Distillery, where I have to tell you they know what they're doing, and we made 20,000 of these little mini airline bottles of batch 22.
0: You'll be able to... um purchase these at stores in uh, in idaho uh
2: no you'll be able to purchase them in stores in in california
0: oh my goodness
2: and then um we're going to be trying to get them into hotel mini bars and we'll uh use them for our sales force and we're also in conversations with an airline which would be pretty nice so you may be able to get these in flight one of these days
1: mm.
0: you seem a little more relaxed today than yeah. the last time i saw you well and uh and i like the way that you buttoned it up with a sip of coffee because that's the that is the signature move of somebody who feels pretty confident right now little little yeah. you literally went like this and uh we did that and then we did that
2: yeah and
0: uh i'm yeah. so happy I'm so happy. That's great. Um,
2: And and while we were in Des Moines, things went so well that we went out to dinner with the owner of the factory. We said, where is the best steakhouse in town? And I have to tell you, when you say to somebody in Des Moines, Iowa, where is the best steakhouse in town? You better be ready to eat some steak because in the middle of the country,
0: they know about steak
2: yeah like California we may know our Mexican food and our sushi New York we may know our Italian food and our and our Chinese food in Des Moines Iowa they know their steak
0: all right I'm not gonna argue with that I'm just saying I'm'm I'm like I'm like five blocks from Peter Luger's right now yeah so you you, you know yeah it's you not like we don't up, know down. how to make steaks here though so oh. I'd like to have a steak off see what's going on.
2: All right. Well, we'll do that. We'll go to Peter Luger's one night, and then the next morning we'll fly to Des Moines and we'll go to the eight hundred one, the eight hundred one okay. Grand. We'll go to eight hundred one Grand Steakhouse.
0: So you had a special. You had a really special evening there. That sounds like Fun. a good meal.
2: Yeah, it was. It was quite a meal. Great cocktails and and a real you know Midwestern old style fancy steakhouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, was, it it's was. Like
0: from Miller's Crossing or something.
2: Yeah. Yeah, dark wood and just huge bar, great bartenders who really knew what they were doing. And it, it was an amazing evening.
0: Would you recommend a, a, a batch 22 on the rocks with your steak? Or is that more of a, a, a before dinner cocktail thing? you'd before, think about?
2: before I would do I would do batch 22 on the rocks. Uh, I, I would actually do a batch 22 cocktail before dinner. Mm-hmm. And then I would do a batch 22 just neat after dinner okay and,
0: and just pound yeah. scotch during the steak itself
2: no during the, during the steak <laughs> i would i would do red wine
0: no i know i'm kidding yeah. Yeah. but okay. scotch would be good with steak too um so idea. uh you had a great week that's fantastic it week. Good yeah. good you know, oh it's been uh uh crazy crazy frenetic busy getting ready to uh make a trip out to uh I haven't told you this, but I'm coming out to L.A. Going to come out to the West Coast. No way. Yeah, going to do that. Um,
2: Will I get to see you while you're here?
0: I don't know. What, you, what, what, are, your, what are you doing? Uh, that's,
2: that's what it's going to be like when you're here. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I'll clear my schedule for when you're here.
0: Okay. Well, I'll be there on Friday. All or right. Thursday, I'll be there on Thursday. Actually, I was like, well, I'll
2: see you on Friday.
0: Okay, so I'm doing that and um, prepping to do, uh, shoot a movie soon. Um, little indie thing that I've been excited about doing for a while. Uh, with uh, my producing partner, and um, I'm uh, uh, getting ready for Christmas and a movie and and um, teaching. You know, well, and it's and more of the same.
2: To, you're going to Ohio to do that
0: movie. Yeah, we're going to be in Ohio for a bit
2: which will be like going to Iowa.
0: Well, I don't know. I've I've never been to Iowa, but I have been to Ohio, so I guess uh, Iowa is probably pretty great.
2: It'll be somewhat similar.
0: Were you in Idaho or Iowa? Iowa. Oh, I've never even thought of Iowa. Yeah. I mean, I've never even thought of going there. So, yeah. Interesting. We were in we were in Iowa. Where is it? Is Iowa. it in is it in Alaska? Oh, Iowa? Yeah, where is it? iowa is in the seychelles is in the wait is it's in in (laughs) this
2: yeah and they speak french there in Iowa. okay english anymore
0: um what
2: about what yeah
0: we almost had a segue but i don't we don't need to (laughs) yeah
2: well i wanted to know if you watched anything besides this movie that we're going to discuss anything else come up of interest Wow. Yeah, we've been
0: watching a few. Th- I'm trying to think. You know, it takes me a while to. Uh, I didn't expect questions. I, I I'm getting grilled here all it's of a sudden. Like, what what a is going on? I don't. I I don't know what. The- We're just gonna chat about a movie. Um, no, I've seen some cool stuff. Uh, we we've, we've been watching that Chip and Dale show. Um, wow. which has some fun stuff on it. Um,
2: it's about the the uh the two chipmunks, Chip and Dale. No. The, the cartoons. No oh
0: no we got to get some better writers on this show <laughs> <laughs> Um no it's uh it's uh you know what it is don't you it's the new show about how the, idea, how right. chippendale's the yeah yeah uh, you know how it started we're, we're doing great today this is going really club. well it's speaking about a male strip club
2: of, yeah speaking of strip clubs I came up with a holiday themed uh strip club joke. Do
0: you, you don't want to know how I like... You're going to skip right to your pun? You're going to, you're not even going to ask me how I liked the show that how you asked you like me to bring that? up? What are we... How... What? <laughs> Focus. I
1: got excited.
2: <laughs> I got excited about my stupid joke. No, yeah.
0: I understand. It's a great... Yeah. Um, it's exciting. exciting, details, it's exciting time. Show. No, it's a good show. I just wanted to say it's... Camille Nanjiani is really great on it um it's a it's a interesting story i didn't know anything about um it starts off really powerfully and like most shows it tapers off into a little bit of a soap opera which if you like shows i guess that's why people like shows i don't but i like the setup and the cast and the stuff is great it goes on too long like every show it's like by by episode three i'm like can you wrap this up can you please just keep it going here? And
2: that's funny cuz our show goes on too long even in the first episode.
0: Different kind of show, different rules yeah. apply. YouTube, man. Anything can happen. It's exciting, it's fresh, and it's alive. Yeah. So. And
2: uh, okay, now can I tell my joke? Please. When what do Santa's elves ask the dancers to do when they go to a strip club?
0: Um I'm going to I'm not going to be able to answer that.
2: But... The North Pole dance? There
0: you go. Uh, Just for the record, I'm not laughing because Matthew already emailed me this joke um, (laughs) earlier.
2: Did you you laugh when I mailed it to you or did you just shake your head in shame and dismay?
0: I I was a it was a chuckle and then and then a bit of a like. (laughs) (laughs) Just ashamed of both of us. Yeah. All Um, right. Speaking of French.
2: This movie.
0: Would you like to, should we, speaking of French, segue into the French it, it, film that we saw?
2: Yeah. I do have to say, you know, before we start, I didn't understand a word of this movie.
0: It's like those French have another word for everything.
2: Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: It's true. Right.
2: And, and it took me a long time to realize, oh, I should put on the subtitles because they're not.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. It's going to be a scintillating conversation, isn't it, about art cinema?
2: We're going to get serious. Where's
0: the closed caption button in this damn thing?
2: We have an expert coming on today.
0: We have somebody on the show who I am so excited to talk to and to see, who I haven't seen. I couldn't be more thrilled and surprised that this was their recommendation for us to talk about. all I'm i'm gonna say right
2: now i'm feeling both pride and shame at the same time uh pride that it is my daughter who picked this as one of her favorite movies of all time and shame that none of the stuff that would have led her to pick this as a great movie are things that she learned from me
0: i'll say that is a true statement (laughs) right right i can after having talked cinema with you for two years i can guarantee you that is a true statement
2: you know that this wouldn't be a movie that i'd call you up and say hey my god have you seen LaHane?"
0: LaHane's good but have you seen three amigos
2: yeah right exactly Because I'm because that's the kind of idiot I am. And, and no, I come on, don't name call. Don't no,
0: don't me. do this to yourself, please. You're you are a very very good guy, and
2: Should, that's what I'm doing to myself right now, using myself as a punching bag.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Should
2: we bring her on and she can explain what this movie is about to us?
0: Please. So-
2: There she is, my daughter, Abby Arkin. Welcome to the show. Hello.
1: I muted my mic because I didn't know if you could hear me before, so I fixed it.
0: We can hear you now.
2: We can hear you now. You're here. Yay. Everything's wonderful. Um, so, so, this movie, one of your yes. favorite movies or your favorite movie?
1: Um, it knocked my favorite movie off the top of my list, and I think it replaced it.
2: And what was the favorite movie before this? Tangled, right?
1: <laughs> it was actually... <laughs> it was um, Drive with Ryan Gosling.
0: Whoa! All right, Abby. The first thing I I need to say is that you and I have to start a a movie club together.
1: Okay.
0: Okay, and have started uh, start our own podcast about movies. Okay. I want to keep doing this one, but I really do need to, exp- I need to, we need to have movie conversations now. Okay. I didn't realize this. So yeah. Okay. Um, oh, my drive to... and this, I'm, I am, I'm not blown away because uh, it's impossible or crazy. It's just so, it's so much, I'm so excited is what it is.
1: I'm so excited.
0: <laughs> okay. I'm pulling it together here exactly the kind of movie i thought you'd love now do you want to do you have questions matthew or should i start i don't know how i'm
2: um well my my first question is how, how did you come across this uh is it is it your boyfriend who's studying film there you go
1: he um had tried to he, he we watched this trailer a very long time ago actually um, a few months ago and the trailers amazing too I thought it was super cool but I was like I didn't like pay attention to it like I didn't really like think about it when he showed it to me I wasn't like really focused and then um, we watched it again a few months later and I was like why didn't we watch this like it kind of slipped my mind and then we watched it and I was obsessed with the directing, with the acting, because I've seen um, the lead in um, other films and he's super young in this. So I thought that was kind of cool seeing him as a younger actor do what he liked to do then. So,
2: yeah. I'm, I'm just sort of in shock here because I feel like I've missed about 14 years of your life uh, in that the last, like, we went straight from, dad, 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 Pitch Perfect 2 is coming out. We've got to go see it, to my favorite movies are Drive and Lehane. And and, 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 and I, I saw no no steps, no evolutionary steps between Pitch <laughs> Perfect 2 and Drive and Lehane. Um, well, and I do still
1: ones. love Pitch Perfect.
2: Oh, okay. Are you going to see the... Pitch Perfect 4 is coming out. What's his name in in Berlin? The guy.
1: Oh, no. It's a yeah. stretch.
2: Okay. So we're Let not going to see that when Light you come out. Here, when you come out here in two weeks with West, we're not going to see Pitch Perfect 4.
1: We could see Bones and All.
0: Okay.
2: All right. Which I've already seen. Yeah. So okay, I'm gonna to lateral to Tony. So yeah, please, a, please let me. Yes, let me,
0: let me, let me, let me add this. Please hold on one second. So what? Okay, when when did you first see LaHane?
1: Um, when? Two weeks ago.
0: Okay. Um, how much uh, European cinema have you had you seen before LaHane? Not much. Not much. Okay. Um, like. Can you give me a couple of other foreign movies that you'd seen before?
1: Um, Climax, which was. You
0: went right to Gaspar Noe? Oh, because of the dancing. Because of dancing.
1: Gotcha. Okay. But the rest of it was. It's a great
0: movie, but Noe is really messed up, and that's hard to take. So you went Um, right to the weird stuff. That's incredible. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: Um, I'm reading All Quiet on the Western Front. So I started the beginning of that. The new one, not the old one yet. I'm sure I'll get to it, to the original. But I started the remake. And then I was like, I shouldn't finish this without finishing the book. So I put it on pause. Okay, And uh, And
0: that's a German film, yeah? Yes. Okay. Uh, The original is amazing, too, actually. It's cool. And it was directed by the same guy that directed the movie we talked about last week, Rain. Um, And it's got some cool stuff in it. Uh, Okay. So this is... And so what... Can you give Wait, me an American, like American films that Wait, you like? So, Dri- <laughs> Who, <laughs> what's oh,
1: going what on that? there?
0: Technical difficulties. What, um, what about Drive? So when you'd seen Drive, you see Drive recently or was that yeah. like more when it, okay. And That's movies like, American movies like that, like gritty crime, you know, really cinematic movies like that. When did you start liking movies like that because i i also missed this jump i remember <laughs> you know minions being big and i remember you know frozen and, and now we're here we are at LaHane. so i i just i'm just trying to chart the the trajectory um
1: well i started really liking horror movies um yeah. when this is kind of a, a younger person horror movie when the new when the remake of it came out i was really okay. excited because there was all those actors that were like popular
0: right it's My a great kid gateway kid. horror movie. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it really is. Um, that <clears throat> I, I just I mentioned Bones and all before, but that which is pretty new. But um, I saw that twice and it was amazing. That's the n- new
0: Luca disgusting. Guadagnino movie.
1: Yes. Right, and you liked yeah. it. I loved it. Okay. I absolutely loved it. Um, and what else? I don't know, but I the the horror movie jump. Kind of brought me and then i was like i'm bored with the like i got bored with like the jump scares and i wanted some more psychological stuff yeah
0: right yeah so yeah the, the jump you realize how cheap the jump scares are at a certain point yeah and you're like anybody can do this it's just it's just kind of silly but yeah. getting into your mind is a whole other mm-hmm. a whole other trip um a
1: big, a big one that took me into psychological was um i'm thinking of ending things which is on netflix
0: it's incredible, right? Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Oh, my God. Abby, I, you know, you're, it's cool because I think you're the first person that that has mentioned this movie to me. And I've been talking about it since I saw it. And I, I mean, I just think it's a masterpiece. I think it's fantastic.
1: Yeah. I was so confused the whole time. <laughs> yeah. And I was watching it with somebody who had already seen it. And, like, I did... She kind of, she didn't spoil it for me, but she did like help me out a little bit saying like, oh, did you notice this? Did you notice that they're doing this? So I kind of caught on to details earlier. I feel like that's a movie that you would need like multiple watches to really understand what's going on.
0: Probably so. I mean, you know, I remember it's one of those rare movies that the more you understand, the scarier it gets. Yes. Unlike usually where the more you understand, you're like, oh, I now I'm not scared
1: anymore. Ooh, okay, that makes sense. And
0: it gets worse the more you know. Such a yeah. good movie. Um, Alexis, our producer, is also great. Charlie Kaufman's movie, he, he's incredible. Okay, so you have just, like, from the like hit the ground running just with the really interesting taste in movies, which I think is is fantastic. <laughs> um,
2: I guess it kind of skips a genre. I mean, she passed me by mom is like
1: shakespeare in love and
2: i'm like wow and i'm all not and i'm all nodding hill you know
0: yeah um i'm not even gonna say what i am but uh (laughs) okay so um okay lahane what what was your what was your first experience when you when you when you saw it did you see it all in one go
1: i didn't actually um West was just hanging out at my house and I was like let's start this now and we he like had to go home at some point and we paused it and he said to me this is actually the best point to pause it because this is like the flip like we paused it right when shit was about to hit the fan okay um so I kind of saw like the friendship part of it and like I learned their relationship and then we paused it and then when we started it again the next day it was like all the drama
0: Right. Okay. All right. I I accept that. And uh, I have a bone to pick with him only in that, you know, like pausing a movie that's one of these like 24 hour movies where it's all happening in a day feels to me a bit of a sin. I'm only going to say sin. It's just a sin, but that's okay. All I can say is thank you for like thank you for getting me to see this movie. I I had never Yay. seen it before. Um, I knew when it came out. Um, I heard about it. There are a couple people I've I I don't know if I know anybody other than you who is its favorite favorite movie, but but I've listened to podcasts where other film like um, theorists have said it's their favorite movie. So I knew it was a big film, and I knew Criterion had put it out, and I knew it was a. Yeah it was a an important movie and it was kind of a blind spot for me i i had not seen it kind of embarrassed to say it was one of those movies that if somebody had asked me i probably would have gone oh yeah i saw it but a long you know but a long time ago i don't really remember it um but it blew my mind like it absolutely completely blew my mind and and your reaction to me saying that proves how good the movie is because it's so good you don't have to go right isn't it great it's like it speaks for itself i think completely um
1: it really does uh
0: and i don't you know i mean i don't praise stuff lightly but i i it's just it's just uh um, i was embarrassed not to know i was embarrassed that i didn't know it i was embarrassed that i didn't have a poster of it in my room when i when (laughs) in the 90s when it came out because in 95 this was this would have been this would have hit me like a ton of bricks you know yeah um yeah. not that it didn't now, but if I was if I was in my twenties and saw this movie, I would have it would have been the you know, the only thing I talked about.
1: It made me laugh, it made me want to throw up at times. And... Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, and the dancing. There's a dancing connection too, because yes. you, you like dance, right? You're Where's somewhat into it? dancing. I dabble. <laughs> um
1: in the art that's...
0: Because Abby can do all that. The, Abby is quite literally one of the best dancers that you you will ever see. She's going to take over the world, and that's that's a true statement. So, th- was was the was the was the dancing something that Wes was trying to sell for you as to see this movie? No,
1: no. It honestly kind of just came as a plus. I was like, oh, that's really cool when we saw it. I know that it's when great. we saw climax, the dancing was like all the sell because I was yeah. terrified of everything else. Right. Um but this it was just kind of like a cool ad because i was already loving the movie and then there was like a breakdancing scene just popped up.
0: Yeah, and like a great one.
1: Yeah. Like and one of
0: the best ones. ones ever, you know? Yeah. Um cuz i love how it contextualized within like you're not just seeing like usually dance like that would be used kind of like in a studio space like in a in a mm-hmm. make believe environment, almost like a dream of the characters. But yeah. putting this so just—it's just in the room with other people watching them dancing and commenting on it. I thought was incredibly cool. Yeah. Um, so, um, what's your what's your uh, give a favorite performance?
1: Uh, uh...
2: <laughs> That's
0: my favorite performance. performance I love that it. <laughs>
2: that performance and that scene, the whole Gunwalski story mm-hmm. is just, there's actually two scenes in the movie that, I, I love the whole movie, but there's two scenes in it that stand out for me, two performances and scenes the Grunwalski section and the drunk helping them jumpstart the car. It's so great. That, that that whole sequence just unbelievable little pieces.
0: Um I think that what would be my favorite So, Do you have a favorite sequence, Abby? Other than the uh, what you've, you've mentioned? I mean...
1: Hmm. What do you mean?
0: Well, we talked about the dancing. But is oh, there... A,
1: like a favorite part from the movie? A
0: scene, like a favorite interaction or a scene or, or sequence? Um, I
1: think one of, like... I mean, it's not as cheerful as my dad's were. But one of the scenes that I thought were, like like kind of groundbreaking was when the two um one like two of the three boys get taken in by the cops and you actually get to see firsthand what they're talking about throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Um on the people that you've now built a connection with you have to watch them go through it. So yeah. <inaudible> yeah i thought that was an incredible performance
0: i think really, my
2: st- a really my- disturbing moment and and the and the 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 other part of that scene that really disturbed me was the performance by the the younger cop who's sort of in training and they're showing him how it's done and you can see that he's totally not into it at the beginning. Like he's objecting. He's not okay with it. Mm-hmm. And then by the end of it, that look that he gives to, to Hubert when they stare at each other, you can see that he sort of maybe has crossed the line and would become somebody who does that to a suspect. Yeah. Yeah. And see his conversion makes that scene all the more disturbing.
1: It's almost like at the beginning he's um, he's like this is not what I thought we were doing, and then he's like, but I now maybe this is who I am now. I'm this is the job I'm taking. So if this is how they do it, maybe it's just something yeah. I have to do. And he,
2: well, and he's on our side at the beginning of the scene. He's kind yeah. of a good guy, and by the end of the scene, he's not on our side anymore. Yeah, it's very disturbing. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> I think one of the one of the cool things about it too for for me was that you know it's a really uncompromising movie director Mathau, Matthew Kasovitz, who directed one movie before this called uh Cafe LA starring one of the actors from this um the guy who plays Hubert um yeah. and
2: yeah. um Kunde
0: yeah uh the thing I think that I kept thinking about was how uncompromising um, the director was in showing everybody's levels of humanity. Um, Mm -hmm. Like these three guys that we're following around, um, they're likable. We like them. And to different degrees, we like them or feel safe with them. Uh, Yeah. But they all do kind of terrible things also throughout the movie. And none of them are are without some kind of uh, blood on their hands or some kind of some kind of um, participation in this hate. Yeah. You know, because the movie named it's just named hate. It's not named like, you know, bad cops or the riot some that's, you know, such and such, such street. It's like it's just called hate. And I found that to be. The bravest thing about the movie like the sequence where the three of them are hanging out in paris for the night and they don't really have a way to get back home and they don't have money and they're kind of killing time they go to an art gallery you don't know why Mm -hmm. at first but they're at an art gallery and and you're like oh fun it's they're gonna you know kind of show up the bourgeois and 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 like and they do but the way they do it is just absolutely heartbreaking um, yeah. They all do things to these two uh, young women at the art gallery that that is you motivated you understand it what their psychology is, but it's just awful and they, they, mm-hmm. and, um, and then it turns out that they they were stealing wall- a wallet there to get money to, to go. so there was a reason that they were doing it and they you, you feel their anger is justified but they are taking it out on the two people like the last two people that right. That deserve it, and so I think that kind of um, that kind of viewpoint is is a rare thing in movies where um, everybody is really happy to make kind of an op-ed film about how bad things are with uh, uh, the cops, for instance, without looking at the humanity throughout, without giving mm-hmm. us that close-up of the cop that is horrified at what they're seeing and then changes and has to, you know, becomes yeah. one of them. Um, and
1: I also I feel as the movie goes on you feel like like you said about the the name of the movie you kind of feel the hate they have all this hate for the cops right but you kind of like feel it seep through them and make them a little bit um I don't know the word just like deceitful yeah and um especially when when Hoover is like what are you gonna do you're just gonna go shoot them like you're just gonna go shoot a bunch of cops because Mm -hmm. that's so like that's such an unbelievable idea and Uh, And, so but
2: go, going back to what you were saying, Tony, about you know, the the scene in the, the, the art gallery, another scene that had that same effect is when they're on the subway, when they're on the metro, and there are people lower, lower down on the rungs of the ladder than they are. And they <inaudible> treat them like
1: aussi mon père est en prison, mère, mon frère est en prison, travaille, fait comme tout le monde.
2: So yeah, it's where these guys who are scrabbling for money and are unemployed and can't make a living. And then they're telling a beggar on the train, go get a job like everybody else.
0: It's, yeah, it's it's a tough movie that way. It's really uncompromising and it doesn't let people anybody off the hook. And um I mean, it, also, clearly, the politics are like this is hard, like the police. This is hard. What's happening to these. Poor kids in the in the like the outskirts of paris i don't know how far outside of paris this is supposed to be i'm guessing like a ha- like 40 minutes outside of paris or something
2: scarsdale it's the scarsdale of paris
0: right
1: <laughs> um and then there's the the thing being held over you the entire movie of like the person they know and he's kind of saying like oh what are you gonna do you're gonna shoot the cops and he's like no i haven't decided that yet it, de- it depends what happens to Abdul." Yeah, he said if they're going to test us, if they're going to press some of our buttons and take our men, then we might just have to do the same thing to them. He's so angry. So.
0: Yeah, yeah. And he can't, you know, um, well, I, I, I don't know what he can or can't do to be to be honest. I mean i have i i i think that i've never seen um a depiction of of this kind of um situation or scenario or the aftermath of some kind of um you know humanitarian kind of crisis like this um depicted this well ever i just i mm-hmm. can't you know and i mean maybe there are films or or i'm certainly documentaries that that get you more specific details that like that can, you know, show you maybe where you can help out or do something. But right. in terms of just what it would, f- what it must feel like to live through twenty-four hours of this kind of a scenario, I, mm-hmm. I, I feel like I, I'm, you know, emotionally, you just feel like you've been put through it. Um, by yeah. the end of this movie, it's so Shakespearean and so simple too. It really does kind of feel like a almost like a Shakespeare play.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, it's weird, you know what like talking about great 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 movies is hard yeah. it'd be easier if there was if if there was some really terrible parts of this. I read an article like I, I don't want to get into the into the uh the politics of this because it's too heartbreaking obviously right. this this could have been made yesterday, yeah right like and and that's the fact that this came out in '95, and it looks, in so it, it literally could be made yesterday. It's it's horrifying.
1: Yeah, you know, I uh, in the when there's uh, reviews in the um, the trailer is like it it holds up even better now than it did when it came out.
0: Yeah, it, and, and that's a that's a horrible thing. That's you know we need to uh, uh, you know, you know note that. But we're not you know we're not. I'm not equipped to talk the depths of that, the, the, that political discussion. Right. But what I, what I am, what I am amazed at too, is, is the cinema making on on display here is just the, is the filmmaking also, you know, and that's a little easier to discuss because as a statement about this stuff, I don't know. There's nothing left to say after seeing, I don't know what to say or how to comment. (laughs) But this, the, the movie making going on, uh, it's beyond belief. Yeah. It's beyond belief. Like just as a movie, yeah. you know, everybody's talks about oh how heartbreaking it is and the politics and the deep and it's resonant today. Yeah, all that's true. But you're also it sounds like homework when we put it that way. It sounds like you're you're <laughs> in for a bad yeah. night, right? And that's not true. It's you know what it is to me. Have you you've seen Do the Right Thing? I haven't. No. Okay. I, I would to. urge you to see that movie. As soon as possible. Okay. Because this. I have nothing
1: to do today, so I'll probably. Okay.
0: This to me very much is like a a, an answer, an answer to that film. I don't mean in an argument. I mean like a call and response, you know, kind of answer. Um, The filmmakers obviously had seen and had dealt with "Do the Right Thing" because "Do the Right Thing" came out like in eighty nine, I think. Correct me if I am wrong on that, producers. But so this is years later. But the influence of that movie can be seen all over this, and it'll be fun for you because you'll be you'll be get to contextualize some of the filmmaking going on in it too. Mm -hmm. Um, and um, oh yeah, they're saying here Vin's ring might be an homage to do the right thing, love and hate rings. There's jewelry and do the right thing that's really key and important in it. It also takes place in 120.
1: zooms in on his ring to introduce yes. him kind of yeah, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. um it also takes place in 24 hours it it, it also you know it, and it doesn't focus on a group of friends going through this experience like in a like in um you know some kind of greek tragedy it it mm-hmm. it's the whole community but it, there's so many similarities and that's very much a colorful film that's like vibrant saturated colors and this is obviously black and white black but and white but it almost feels like that it's just an answer to it in a lot
1: right.
2: of ways right it. this was shot in color and then he decided he wanted it in black and white
0: i yeah apparently they uh, said um they wanted to see how the reviews were and if it if it didn't do well at the box office they could re-release it as a colorized version and make more money which is really <laughs> smart actually that's wow. uh it's pretty clever
2: uh, but the black and white like is so cool
0: it's perfect choice it's for so this good.
1: It's i a um, perfect choice. Back to going back to the movie making um this is just kind of like a funny story i was like obsessed with the dolly zoom of um i don't think it's hubert i think it's the other two boys um, I just thought that was one of the most beautiful shots. Yeah.
0: it's incredible.
2: I, I, like, the I, was, time. I also wonder, just watching it, I also wonder how the heck they did it, because that's a that's a an elevated train platform. So I'm wondering where the heck is this? Was the space to lay the track to do the the dolly part of right. the dolly zoom?
1: I only then, have to
0: track about 20 feet. They, they probably closed off the tracks and laid track across, track the across the crossways way. across it.
1: Okay. Um, but that was a reason that um, me and West, there was a, there's a scene in Bones and All where there's this like five minute zoom in. And, um, and I like thought that it was a Zolly zoom, and he was like convinced that it wasn't. And we went back and watched the entire movie all over again for the last five minute shot to find out <laughs> if it was a dolly, a dolly zoom or not.
0: That sounds like and me. It was not. I would do that. It was not. It was just a zoom. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right.
1: But it was like it was it was funky. Like it was cool, and there were. um I don't know. There was movement in the back that made me think that it was a dolly zoom of like, like it's spreading instead of just coming forward. Kind yeah, of. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's but so. I, it's a. The yeah. Zooms
1: are so
0: cool. They're so cool, and they're and they're you know people use them more and more. For a while, there was only like Jaws and a couple, like one or two movies that used them that people talked about, and now right. they're using them more. But this is this is like the probably the most elegant one I've ever seen. I I, I really think it's fantastic, and it all they also. It kind of feels like it comes right in the middle of the movie. Is yeah. that true? Yeah. It's literally feels like it's right in the middle.
2: It's when they go to Paris. It's when everything shifts and they go to Paris and they're in a new environment.
0: And that visual depiction of shift is just fantastic.
2: If you're, if you're into Dolly zoom, uh, there's some great Dolly zoom stuff in the diner scene in, um, in uh good it's in Goodfellas, right? Um
0: yeah, I think uh, I think there might be one in Goodfellas. The, the diner
2: scene with uh, De Niro and um, what's his name, the young guy in Goodfellas. The young guy. The young guy. What's his
0: name? Oh, spider.
2: Yeah, Spider.
1: <laughs>
0: Full of amazing actors. This movie too, and 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 it really was. I felt like after seeing it. I had to remind myself that they were, excuse me, that they were actors. Um, There's actors I'd seen in a bunch of movies and who went on to be in a ton of things. And, uh, you know, that scene with the cops on the roof, for instance, is a good example. There's like three actors I've known from other movies in there. I didn't recognize them until way later. I was like, oh my God, that's, that was them. It just feels like a doc. Did you ever see Battle for Algiers? No. That's another interesting movie that's got some of the same DNA in it
1: speaking of Goodfellas and De Niro the taxi driver reference of him in the in the mirror
0: yeah
2: I was wondering that was my first note what and as as I was taking notes on this movie was did Abby get the taxi driver reference because I didn't know I mean that movie was so long before you were born yeah but your boyfriend is studying film, so I should have known that you would know Taxi drivers.
0: I think there's another Taxi Driver reference, a slight one, with the drunk guy at the who comes to the car when they're trying to steal it. It reminded me of Scorsese in the back of the taxi drunk when they're scoping out the place. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Um, do you have... Um, there's, there's one other
2: shot I want to mention that I thought was amazing, where um, they have two couples in the shot. They have two guys in the foreground having a conversation right in the foreground. And in the background between them, we see two other guys having a conversation. And it's the conversation in the distance that we're hearing.
0: Yeah, I made a that, note of that. That's that's genius.
2: Such an amazing shot.
0: There was genius editing and sound work going on, very, very subliminal and also very handmade. You know, I mean, I this is in a period of filmmaking that I love because partly because I was I was a young, you know, 20 year old something in the 90s. And that style speaks to me. Um, I love stuff shot on film. I love the handmade quality of it. I love how it's not everything's not stabilized and perfectly glossy and high def. I just I just that that aesthetic appeals to me and i think it's the reason it appeals to me is partly that it feels like it's really happening like there's a danger things might not work right you know what i mean and they really just captured that perfectly i think my favorite scene the one that says more about the movie than any one other scene to me the main characters aren't even in and it's the scene where the dj is in the top of the apartment block in his apartment And he turns his speakers out to the window, and he starts he starts doing his work and playing for the neighborhood after this after these riots. And the camera just comes out his window and has this unbelievable drone shot before they had drones. So it's like that's going
2: to ask. I had that in my notes. Was was that one of the earliest drone shots? Because
0: that's my favorite scene in the movie. That that's the. Yeah, they didn't have drones then, but it's an homage to other movies that did similar things like I Am Cuba has one um, Santa Sangre, the Jodorowsky, the Jodorowsky movie has another shot in it that's just like, wait a minute, you didn't have a helicopter because you don't have money in, for that and you didn't have drones then. So how are you doing it? May, amazing. Just staggering. Love this movie. Vincent Cassell. Can we just rhapsodize about him for a second?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Do you know his work, Matthew? No. He doesn't okay. speak
2: English, so I, you know, I haven't seen a lot. Of-
0: <laughs> He's English. He's done movies in English. No, I know.
2: <laughs> I'm, being, I'm Being an idiot, as I do, that's my he that's my, my um, job on the show is to be the idiot. I'm the. McMahon, saying- I'm the Ed McMahon to your to your Johnny Carson
0: alexis is saying the 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 dj in the window also might be referenced to the radio rahim and do the right thing and the boombox absolutely yeah i mean this movie is talking to a hundred other movies too which is one of the things i love about it that it doesn't it doesn't just go i'm talking about important things so i'm gonna be boring and then and tell hell with you mm-hmm. like this is important subject matter so just sit here and and listen to this important subject matter
1: well it, it, it good also good.
0: goes the extra mile to make the experience completely dynamic um and 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 completely cinematic which i just and never beautiful, see yeah, that I was gonna and, say, beautiful. and
1: beautiful to see yeah, yeah like visually
0: i just never see that what are you going to cool. say buddy
2: What you're talking about not taking itself too seriously, even with the the serious subject matter, is is that take that the guys do when when the old man comes out of the toilet in the bathroom. They have this this incredibly comic take in the middle of the scene and then lead into one of the most profound stories in the movie, profound and upsetting stories in the movie, the the Grunwalski story. But but he's not afraid of having the comedy in the middle of that.
0: No, no. Yeah, it's I you know the fact that this guy, uh Math Mathao Kasovitz, the director and writer, um is an also an actor. I've seen him in a lot of other things. He's he's been in a ton of movies as an actor. Um, I think he also he had a reputation as an actor before he started making movies. Um uh I I don't know i'm a little i mean i'm embarrassed that i haven't seen it until now and i'm also confused why it's not and he's not a bigger a much bigger thing
1: now Mm -hmm.
0: i really don't quite get (laughs) particularly because of another issue i read an article about the movie this morning which blew my mind um it was like i don't remember where it was it was in uh Maybe Vox or something. But they were reviewing the movie again when it kind of came out on Blu-ray or something maybe two years ago. They had a re-release of it. Or a restoration of it. And it got re-reviewed very positively, of course. I think it has a 100% tomato reading, which I don't believe in any way or care for. But it just goes to show you this movie has a lot of very big champions. Um
2: Yo. Uh... <laughs>
0: That's just distracted the thought right out of my head. I don't now have a clue
2: of the greatest what I was what I was
0: saying because that line reading is is too profound <laughs> for me to continue.
2: Oh dear,
0: I forget what I was gonna going to say. <laughs> I deserve that, but thank you. <laughs>
2: Oh dear. You know, I, I the other thing about this movie is that it was it was so good and so important and so profound that I did not um I looked at some trivia for it, but I didn't do a double feature, I didn't do a how to watch, I didn't certainly didn't do a recasting and I didn't talk about who we are. I didn't do any of our little little cute things with this movie.
0: Mm-hmm. Because I did. I, I had did. too
1: much respect for
0: it. I I have I have too you much respect all, not to. You you did all the things. I did the things, yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know if I did them particularly well, but I did, but I did them. Well, um
2: All right, let's hear.
0: Uh, all right, let me pull up my notes.
2: <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat>
0: okay, I think realistically, here's where you and I appear.
1: Uh,
0: I think that I'm the drunk guy at the car. And yeah. when they're trying to steal the car,
2: I will go with that.
0: I think I could, I would have auditioned for that part. I could have got, I might've gotten it maybe unless they offered it to a star, which I think they did here, Yeah, but I'd be in the running. It's within the realm of possibility. You are clearly the art gallery owner who comes to try to help the women who are getting abused <laughs> by our main characters, and then gets rudely shoved away. I think that's. There it is. Lehane, about two brothers.
2: I'm glad to know what you Jeez. Think of me.
0: That looks like. It looks like Riot on Cell Block 3 right there. That looks. Yeah. We look like tough guys.
2: Yeah. Well, I don't know how you
0: Thank you, Ilya, for making that happen.
2: That
1: was.
2: My agent told me she wanted some unshaven tough guy. Uh uh shots and boy has it had an effect on my career
0: well uh, well just you wait this new year is going to be great for your tough guy career um right before i get into my silly notes i just wanted to because you said you didn't look at the trivia and there are cool things about it you know that
2: no i did look at the trivia i had two things in the trivia okay
0: you said that you didn't look at the trivia so now i'm confused one
2: thing that i looked at it was all the other stuff i did look at the trivia i didn't do any of the other stuff
0: okay so, apparently, real police officers are so offended by this film that they turned their backs on the cast and crew when they arrived at cannes that the security forces just turned their backs on everybody who was involved in this movie when they went on the red carpet um that's they're so tough when they do that oh
2: they are yeah,
0: how oh. dare they don't they'll turn their back on you <laughs>
2: um
0: and uh fele his first movie in the art gallery scene which is i have to see now i have to see cafe Pele. i gotta see everything this guy did so anyway those are our parts in the movie um i'm gonna recast it
2: oh wait my trivia what about my trivia
0: i uh, i'm sorry
2: jeez louise well the uh, the uh, the the we've met before haven't we in the art gallery is they were both they starred in Cafe Olé that woman. Oh, that
0: was uh, okay.
2: She says to him, "Have we met before?"
0: Right.
2: <laughs> that may have been a reference to to that movie.
0: You of course had a Cafe O'Lay poster in your room, Matthew, yeah, oh, in the nineties. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah. Um, and the mirror scene, they had to shoot with two actors. The 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 um, taxi driver scene. They shot with two actors because the camera is right behind them, and the camera would see the camera because that's what mirror you see in mirrors. They reflect the things that they are- reflect right. things that are
0: yeah. that are uh, opposite yeah. them. Yes, yeah. They did a brilliant job. You certainly don't. <laughs> you don't even think it. Really, really, you don't even think it's happening until a minute after the scene's over, and then you're like, wait, wait, wh- How- where, where was the camera? Was they do a Dracula? really convincing was- job, was which was- is huh
2: dracula was the camera operator that's why right
0: to, right yeah. and, and and the camera itself the
2: camera, the camera was invisible itself because he was touching it was because dracula was I touching
0: thought. the camera anything that he dracula touches is invisible i forgot okay
2: well when dracula goes invisible you don't see his clothes either like he doesn't have to be naked true to be invisible. his
0: his aeroflex would be invisible yeah,
1: yeah.
0: um yeah and 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 so there's another film reference because that's a reference to the marsh brothers
2: what oh my there you go
0: um thank you uh you're welcome for that um (laughs) so i'm gonna recast this i'm gonna do a nerd version of this okay and i'm gonna cast um i'm gonna i'm gonna update it and put it like it's a remake but it's it's updated to any kind of Modern city that hasn't had a crisis like this like riots or some kind of social upheaval So but I'm gonna put I'm gonna have three women go through this experience together three friends and uh, I was saying like to myself. Well, who hope maybe we get like Aliyah Shaqat and we get um, Taylor page and we get um, uh, Agatha Roussel from Tatane to playing the Vince Cassell part and uh let them go through it more of like a com like a slightly heavier on the on the kind of stoner comedy part like version of this. That's how I would do it. Oh, my double bill! My double bill is going to be. I think my double bill has to be Attack the Block. I don't know it. Well, clearly that went over well. <laughs> well, I'm sure it's
2: brilliant. I just don't know the movie, so I can't go. Oh, silent, yeah, silent. So <laughs> I could pretend that I know the movie and go, "Oh yeah, attack the block." That I hadn't thought of that. That Well, you know, if you
0: listen to my other podcast, uh, you might have heard of it.
2: <laughs> uh, I'm a big fan of yours. You know that. <laughs>
0: you can't butter yourself out of this one, man.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: Um yeah, uh that's where I am. I'm humiliated I didn't know this movie and i'm i'm i i can't i mean i i think we should talk about drive you know a few months and have you come back and talk about drive because please. that's another movie i could talk about for days
2: okay please we'll, we'll i would put love that to. on the schedule but for next week a friend of mine has been begging me uh that we cover uh hard times with charles bronson
0: oh you got it
2: what do you think of that for next week
0: uh, th- next week that might be tough we'll negotiate when that's going to oh. be because I'm going to be in Los Angeles traveling and visiting people and uh, if I can do a show I'd love to
2: well not movie hard times sorry sense? 1975's hard times
0: when uh, Ilya saying in person live show perhaps Ilya maybe perhaps.
2: so we we'll might not this, be able uh... to in terms of the schedule, we might not be able to put that together. Let's
0: not talk bad news during the show. Let's say yes oh. and then and then be like, yeah. yeah, it's all gonna happen. Hey, and then not do it. And then what yeah. are they gonna do you to us? Hey. No. Yeah,
2: hey. no, we did it. You missed it.
0: How did um, you totally down to do that movie. Yeah, sure. That could oh. be our next one whenever it is.
1: Great. I will say one thing about Drive that doesn't give away anything from the movie is the first I ever saw of Drive was a specific scene, a very dark scene. And it was me sitting in the back of my father's classroom. And I saw it on the screen for the first time, didn't know what movie it was from.
0: Oh dear. The
2: elevator scene. The
1: elevator scene. Oh no, you
0: saw the elevator scene as a little kid? Oh God.
1: As a little kid
2: in class. It was about, you were about 13
1: yeah okay 13 and um i love watching his classes so i was sitting in the back on my computer just like listening and stuff and then whenever the lights went out i would like shut my computer and watch whatever scene was on the tv yeah and then i watched drive and i didn't even know what it was from and i was like wait i've seen this i've seen this and i started a stress callback yeah the ptsd callback everything that i heard you talking about about the technical yeah. stuff and about like why they did all the technical stuff. And it was kind of cool. Cause I got the background before I knew the story and then I got to like, put it all together.
0: Well, look, you're living proof that 13 years old is clearly not too young to be exposed to horrific screen violence. It's yeah. just not,
2: it's not. <laughs> well, I, I was uh, nine years old when I watched live hungry Joe get chopped in half by an airplane wing in catch 22.
0: Mm. which to this day is one of the most messed up things i've I've ever seen in a movie
2: when he gets chopped in half
0: yeah yeah it really is it's like i you don't know how they do it even even with cgi it would be well done
2: yeah no they did a good job alexis
0: and alexis says she was 11 when she saw midnight cowboy good night good night everybody
1: (laughs) it's it's an and Sophia about-
2: was eight. <laughs> so much about the two of you. Oh you know what dear! I love is I love the combination, and I and I, and I hope that Louise, uh, Sophia, and Alexis's mother is hearing me say this. The combination of extreme protectiveness that she has, and psychological abuse at the same time.
0: You know, I I hear I'm gonna I'm gonna come. You know, I'm gonna come out and say it. like movies the way that Sophia and Alexis like movies try and stop them so I think that really what the situation is like the most I can do here is put some some bumpers on this maybe like a couple of guardrails but they're going to see the clearly they're going to see the films all I've heard is that she's kind of been like you know not yet on a couple of them like a couple of David Lynch movies which I'm like probably a good idea probably smart there you go. So you know.
1: I should have seen climax, but I saw it.
0: I don't think you should have either. Actually, I don't think I should have. I, there are things in that that I shouldn't have seen. That stuff with the kid in the bathroom, locked in that in that closet. I I, I couldn't. I don't think I. I can't. I certainly. That's a one timer. That movie. Like that's not. Yeah. Don't think and when I'm going you think back. Think
1: about the fact that he was locked in there, and there was a scene earlier where he was sipping the punch.
0: No. No. I can't. Oh, wait
1: a second.
2: I don't even know anything about this movie. You don't
0: want. You won't. You don't want to know about Gaspar Noé, Matthew. He's it's not a filmmaker horrible. you would like. This is. This is. This is like. This is like a Night of Living Dead level freak out. Don't want to see it be in the theater with right. like really high end art photography and and it's designed FaceTime, to. It's,
1: FaceTime me after, Dad. I want to tell you something. Yeah.
0: Okay.
2: Well,
1: we stay.
0: Looks just like that. We sit around in the
2: green room and chat after the show. So don't disappear right. after the sign-off.
0: There are a few movies that need to come with like real warnings. And and that's... Climax is, is one of them. All, all of Gaspar Noe's movies are, though. Tread with caution, Abby. Because some of them are actually worse than that.
2: Oh,
1: God. All right. Well,
0: yeah, I think, honestly.
2: I think we've covered it. We're going to do... Whenever we can do our next show, we're going to do Hard Times, Charles Bronson. I rate this
1: movie a ten out a ten. Go watch
2: it. Yeah, Abby on Abby's rating ten and ten.
0: This movie goes to eleven. So right. do what do what Abby says. Go watch great. it.
2: And we will see you next week or whenever we are able to come back to your screens. Have a good one.
1: Talking about cocktails that are stylish, movies great or phony, and how Tony should win and Matthew. I'm not to when Tony, but in the meantime, talking about film, in the meantime, the Arkin Brothers talk about movies.